This is Bunny Michael, and you're listening to Exo Higher Self Advice and Healing, the podcast where you ask me for advice and I help get you to the place within yourself where you already have the answer. The truth is we all have a deep wisdom inside of us that's not easy to access in a world of trauma, chaos, and bias conditioning. Connecting with your higher self is the process of peeling back those layers to recognize you've always been enough and you deserve so much more than you realize. Welcome. I'm so glad you're here. Hello, everyone. How are you? How was your weekend? I hope that it was really nice. I hope that you did something fun or relaxing or inspiring. Before we get to the question, I want to remind you that we are going to be recording a live EXO Higher Self episode at this year's NYC Pride Fest. And we are so excited and so honored to be asked to join this beautiful and necessary and important event. This year's Pride feels almost like the most important of my lifetime in terms of how much anti-trans legislation is attempting to be passed, how much hatred and misinformation is being put out there on the internet, and how many people are preying on people's fears and lack of awareness around these issues to create a rhetoric of division and a lack of compassion for other people's experiences. And it's really, really sad because I know deep down that we are better than this and that everybody is just trying to feel worthy and people prey on somebody's lack of worth and make them feel like they belong to some sort of ideology or some sort of hatred ideology. You know, these hate groups prey on people who are insecure or who are struggling with their mental health and they do it online and they do it intentionally because they know that those people are vulnerable because they just want to feel like they belong to something. They just want to feel wanted and included. And it's just really, really sad when people twist that and turn that sense of belonging into being against other people, right? So we have to fight for love. We have to fight for inclusion. We have to fight for respect. We have to trust each other's hearts when it comes to how they want to take care of themselves, how they want to take care of their bodies, and just let people live their lives. It is really that simple. So back to the Pride event, we are going to be doing a live recording and I would love it if you wanted to have your question answered. We're going to be choosing one question from the pool that will be answered at NYC Pride and we want it to be a question that is about the queer experience, the trans experience. So when you send in your questions, please put a little note in there that you would like it to be answered at Pride and if not... And if it doesn't get answered at Pride, then we're going to answer it on the regular episode. So still send in your question. I'm also going to be doing a live music set at the event that day as well. So I'm going to be all over the place that day. And this is all taking place in Greenwich Village in New York City. I'm also going to be selling merchandise at an exhibitor booth that I'm sharing with my dear friends, Ash and Chess. 
Ash and Chess are a queer-owned business. They sell t-shirts, amazing books, stationery, all about the queer experience, and they make such beautiful things. If you don't or can't go to NYC Pride and you still want some of my merchandise, I now have two new shirts for sale on my Instagram account. One shirt says, sensitive people save the world. And it has a really cute drawing that I did on it. And the other one says death to beauty standards. And it also has a drawing I did on it. And they are really selling ever since I posted about them, I'm getting a lot of sales. So put in your order because the stock is limited and I'm going to be putting a link to my IG store in the show notes. All right, that's enough of the announcements. So today's episode, we're going to be talking about feelings of guilt and shame around eating. Now, and I just want to put a content warning that we are going to be discussing disordered eating. So if that is a sensitive spot for you in your life, please make sure to take extra care while listening I think it is something that touches a lot of our lives, including mine. And I think the the person who sent in the question is super brave and we are so appreciative for their generosity and their vulnerability because it's, it's, it's healing to all of us. All right, let's get to their question. Hi, Bunny. Thank you so much for your podcast and the light you shine. I was wondering if you could help me because I have a difficult relationship with food and because every day I need to eat, it causes a lot of distress for me. I used to feel so much shame and guilt just for existing and I have come a far way with that, but the belief of me being a waste of resources just gets really powerful around the topic of food. I grew up in an abusive household and my stepmom was constantly projecting her insecurities about her weight on me and my sister. Our fridge was always half empty and she would brag at the end of the day about just how little she managed to eat. Many other factors led to me breaking off contact with them before I was turning 18. Of course, this decision made my shame and self-hate skyrocket, not because I regret what I did, but my parents talked very badly about me. That was three years ago, and I did not get any psychological support yet, though I am currently on the wait list. I worked through a lot of my problems by putting them aside until I had the capacities to confront them. But with food, this approach does not work because obviously I have to eat three times a day. I never learned how to cook and I am too afraid to go into my shared kitchen. So I buy supermarket meals and then I feel terrible for producing plastic waste. This whole narrative on social media about checking every single aspect of your carbon footprint is adding another global layer onto my feelings of guilt for being alive. I stopped being vegetarian so I would so it would become easier to find food, but of course this goes against my political values. As you can see, I'm stuck in spirals that perpetuate this guilt feeling. When I zoom out and imagine how much food I consume in a month and just how much plastic and money and resources that takes, I honestly want to throw up. I don't know what to do. I have ADHD, so I am terrible at meal planning. 
Thank you so much if you read this. Hi, love. I'm so sorry you've been struggling this way. First, I want to say that I am so proud of you for getting away from those toxic family patterns and for getting waitlisted for some professional help. That is so amazing and took so much courage. One of the things that's really important on this journey of healing is to acknowledge how much we actually do love ourselves because we have made changes to better care for ourselves. It's easy to get caught up in this narrative like, I don't like myself or I don't feel like I deserve to live, but we do things all of the time to care for ourselves because deep down, we do know that's what we deserve. All of our wounds show up in different ways. For some people, they may play out strongly in our relationships to romantic partners. For some, they might be more pronounced in fears of failing in our careers. And for some, they might be associated with guilt and shame around food. We all have different triggers for our self-loathing thoughts, and we're all in a different place of bringing those triggers to our awareness in order to begin changing those patterns. Being on the path of our higher self means bringing our learned hierarchical beliefs, our LHBs, to our awareness. The beliefs we have picked up from our upbringing, our trauma, and from societal conditioning that was like a set of rules for why we should or should not like ourselves. For example, your stepmom praising herself for not eating very much and guilting you and your sister for for eating is a very powerful learned hierarchical belief, telling you that in order to like yourself, you should not eat what you want or when you want. That you should feel guilty about simply trying to nourish yourself or having a craving for something delicious. Food became a measurement for self-worth. And then on top of that, there is the fat phobic and patriarchal influences in our culture from TV, from movies, from magazines, etc., that put even more beliefs into our head about unrealistic beauty expectations, about the male gaze, about the false belief that you can determine the health of someone based on whether they're skinny or fat. Spoiler alert, you can't. And I could go on and on about the racist history of fat phobia as documented by an amazing book I highly recommend, The Racist History of Fat Phobia by Sabrina Strings. So all of this stuff, right, you've picked up, all of these things are going on behind the way that you're feeling, the way that you're thinking. And it makes total sense why those beliefs if you've had them for most of your life, are still going to affect you. And your stepmom didn't make this stuff up. They were also taught to her. They were also a place where her fear of unworthiness showed up. And she, she, she passed that along to you as children. No matter what the form of our LHBs take, 
whether it's about food or gender or body image or sexuality or career success or money or not being spiritual enough or creative enough or even not being environmentally conscious enough, deep down they're all about the same thing. The false belief that you are not enough just for being you. The thing is, you've never had to prove you're enough because it's just the truth. You are enough. You were created whole. You are part of creation and all you have to be is you. Most people don't ever get to the point where they understand the fearful beliefs that are motivating their thoughts and behaviors. They simply try to fix themselves, to make themselves whole by some outside validation, trying this or that diet, making more and more money no matter what the personal cost, having one toxic romance after another. When I read your email, what I saw was a person who is bravely on a path of healing and whose higher self is guiding them to get more support in that journey. The guilt you feel about food is the result of the thoughts that have been put into your head. But just because you're thinking them doesn't make them true. And I also just want to say about this social media stuff where people are um, talking and guilting people about their carbon footprint. Yes, it is true that we need to be conscious of that kind of thing. But guilt and shame and, and stuff is just another form of LHB. Right now, your need to get food that is already prepared because you have a lot of anxiety around food is extremely valid. And that is because of your wounds and you're getting help with that. But I do not want you to ever shame yourself for having needs in that way. You're working on it, babe. You are, you're taking the steps and you should not feel like you need to feel guilty because you, you have this wound and this trauma and you have to accommodate that sometimes. It's not always going to be like that. And you're going to eventually have more freedom in the choices of the packaging of the food that you're in. But for now, babe, for now, you don't have to put that kind of that kind of pressure on yourself. It's just not necessary. And I also think sometimes we get caught in these social media algorithms where we see one video with somebody guilting people about their carbon footprint, and then we see another one and another one and another one. And we, and we, and all of a sudden it becomes more thoughts and beliefs that are being put into our head. So we have to be really conscious of the information that we are letting ourselves receive. If they want to talk about what people should be doing, they should be addressing these corporations and these CEOs and these people who have created a system where it is nearly impossible not to create unnecessary waste in our lives, to be honest. Like, stop going after individual people and judging individual people. I think what we really need to talk about is the system, the system that has created a world in this way. Like, we only have so much control and we need to have compassion for people who are in situations where they just don't have the privilege to make a different choice. All right, I'm done with my little spiel. Babe, what I'm trying to say is that this isn't about a meal plan. 
or how much plastic was used to produce your dinner. Because getting a meal plan or reducing your waste is not going to heal the fear that underlies that guilt. It will just show up in some other area of your life. You'll find another reason to put yourself down when you don't deserve it. Our healing is a practice and we need tools and support that's going to get us through it. And I am so, so happy you will be working with a professional who can help you create a plan for when those fearful and guilty thoughts surface. Our healing isn't about totally getting rid of our triggers. It's about not identifying with them and eventually responding differently to them. But you are on your way. And while you're on this wait list, I would encourage you to pick up some books around guilt and shame around eating from authors who are anti-diet. Because there's a lot of books that say stuff about removing guilt, but they are like pro-diet. And I would not recommend you go down that route. I think you really need to focus on authors that are anti-diet. And one book that I would recommend is actually called Anti-Diet and it's by Christy Harrison. And it's a book that I read last year and it was so informative. It was really, really informative about these concepts and ideas that our culture has created that are very, very harmful. Remember, babe, those guilt and shame thoughts that come, that come up are not your higher self speaking. Those are your LHBs. And that doesn't mean there's something wrong with you because you have them, because that's just another LHB. It just means that you're on the path to healing them. Some days are going to be easier than others, but you are not alone. We are all in this together. I'm wishing you all the best. You know, it's actually kind of beautiful how even though we struggle with different things, that we're all on the same path, that we're all awakening to our self-worth and we're all doing this together. A lot of times when we're struggling, it gets really isolating. We feel like people can't understand what we're going through. But even when people can't understand the specifics, they have their own version of it. And we're all in a different place in our journey with bringing it to our awareness and healing it. Our triggers are kind of like symptoms for an underlying spiritual healing that is needed. And we might have different symptoms, but we all need the same healing. All right, babes. I'm so honored to be on this journey with you and make sure that you're giving yourself all of the tools and letting yourself explore all of the different kinds of support. There's a lot out there and there's a lot of people who are out here doing stuff like this podcast who are very interested in helping other people heal and creating community. So let's all just continue to stick together and know that we're not alone. I love you so much and so does your higher self. I'll see you next time. Bye.